Welcome back to Jesus Today, the Spirit-Filled Life. I'm excited that you're here to join me. Let's get started with some prayer. Dear Father, I just thank you so much for being with me today and just oh, being so incredibly good to me in every possible way. <clears throat> Father, I thank you that I can find joy even in the most difficult of circumstances, that you are still working, Lord, that even when it feels like everything is going wrong or nothing is quite going my way, Lord, I can still find that joy in you, Lord, because you are still working even in the most difficult of circumstances and you're producing a perseverance in me that will help me withstand all of the different things that the enemy tries to throw my way. I just thank you and I praise you for being the kind of God who equips us to walk through every circumstance of our life in victory, Jesus. We just praise you and thank you for this day. <clears throat> Lord, I just pray that you would um, just impart to me words that are your words, Lord, that need to be spoken to those listening to this podcast episode, Lord, that they be words of comfort and encouragement to just lift everyone up, Lord, to remind them of their calling and their purpose and destiny in you, Jesus that you have not walked away from them. You have not stopped working on their behalf, <clears throat> but they may not be able to see it the way that they have been able to see it in the past. So Lord, I just pray that eyes would be opened and ears would be opened to be able to hear, to be able to see what you're doing in their life, to be able to see the hand of God at work. We pray all these things in Jesus' name, amen. So I just wanted to let you all know that I am back in Texas. I'm not sure if I actually mentioned that I was leaving or not. So I am officially back in Texas, which I'm very excited about. I'm very excited just to see what the Lord is going to do. Um, just with me being back, I know for a while there i was kind of struggling with just the idea of leaving my home in texas so much and a lot of it has to do with the fact that every time i leave i have to leave my church and i love those people so much and i miss them so much when i'm gone and so like just being back i'm so excited tomorrow will be my first day back at my church and i'm so excited to see everyone there um but I really just felt like the Lord wanted to encourage you today. I know that things are just hard sometimes. And it's so funny because like last week, I was going through some circumstances and it was just extremely hard on me. and. It really took a toll on me mentally and physically and emotionally and spiritually and I was just in the trenches <laughs> and I really like 
there were a couple of points in the past couple of weeks that I just really start losing hope and really feeling um, hopeless like the Lord I don't know that the Lord was abandoning me that the Lord had left me that he wasn't with me anymore and you know when we get in those moments it's just we need that hope and I it's funny because last week my podcast episode was so different than it normally is you know there's so much like usually according to some people that you know tell me about my podcast mainly family members that listen to it they're like usually your voice is just filled with so much hope and so much like life but you just sounded so down (laughs) and And my sister was someone who commented on that last week's podcast episode. Just she noticed that she was like, it didn't even really sound like you. And I was like, you know what? Like, I want to be surprised if because of the circumstances and just what the enemy had been trying to do by steal all my hope and really destroy my hope and kill my hope that I wasn't even really myself and it is just so weird how you can get into those places where you begin to lose your hope in in the things that the Lord has said he's gonna do for you and you begin to start doubting him and start being afraid and and really I feel like part of what he wants me to share with you today is that even when it feels like all is lost that the battle is over that you know it's done there's no way that you could possibly win you're going to come out victorious. (laughs) And I feel like saying that just feels so weird because in that moment when you feel like you've lost all hope, you feel like, like nothing could change the situation. Nothing could turn this around. It feels so hopeless. It feels so lost, like a lost cause. Nothing's going to change. God is still working and and I think that those things that are going on that are trying to knock us down and trying to bring us to the lowest point where we feel like we can't even stand anymore in what God has called us to stand in or the promises of God that God has called us to believe for. We feel like we can't even stand for those things anymore. But I just want to encourage you that the Lord, he has equipped us for every single circumstance, every single thing that we walk through to come out of it victorious. And it just reminds me and I don't know, I feel like 
we need that constant reminder. We need that daily reminder that the greatest victory of all time looked like the biggest failure <laughs> ever. Looked like a huge, huge failure. Jesus, the Messiah, was crucified. He was killed. He died. He actually died. He was buried. But that's not where his story ended. And his story is the beginning of ours. Three days in the grave, and on the third day, he rose again to the, to the utmost peril, anguish, distraught, fear of our enemy, Satan. His adversary defeated the grave. I feel like the grave and death is one of the biggest, the greatest weapons that the enemy has had in his, in his um, tool pack or whatever you want to call it. Our arsenal. Arsenal is the word I was looking for. Death has been the greatest weapon that the enemy has held over God's people since Adam and Eve in the fall. Death. And Jesus just came in there and defeated it. Defeated it completely. The weapon of death no longer holds us back anymore. We serve a God of resurrection power. Nothing can stop us. Nothing. If you believe in Jesus Christ as your savior, nothing can stop you from being victorious in every area of your life. Every area. Nothing can stop you. Because the greatest weapon that the enemy had was destroyed by our Savior, Jesus Christ. And as much, as much killing and stealing and destroying as Satan has done for years and years and years, decades, centuries, millennia, our God is bigger than that. And everything that the enemy has stolen from you over your whole life, everything that he has attempted to destroy, everything that he has attempted to kill, God is turning it around. God is turning it around. Everything. Everything. Let's go through it. Let's go through the list. Everything that the enemy has stolen from you. He's going to have to pay back ten times. Everything. Everything. 
everything that the enemy has destroyed in your life, God is going to restore it ten times greater than it was before. The picture that I get for that, the picture that the Lord, the Holy Spirit's giving me for that is a house. If you had a beautiful two-story house and a hurricane just came through, tornado, just think of any natural disaster. Tornado, hurricane, earthquake, um, tsunami, you name it. The enemy comes through and destroys that house. God is going to take that land and place a new house there that is 10 times as beautiful, amazing, functional, useful in every sense of the word. God is going to rebuild on that land. Something that you, you thought could not be done. You thought, there is no way that this leveled lot, that the enemy destroyed what was here, can have any restoration, can be brought to any glory whatsoever, and God is going to restore it. Ten times what the enemy has destroyed. And lastly, and I just get the, the biggest kick out of this one, Everything in your life, everything in your life that the enemy has tried or successfully killed, God is bringing to life. God is bringing it back to life. It is resurrection power that we believe in that is the god we serve and everything that the enemy has killed god is going to bring to life and i can the only thing i can think of is ezekiel and that is the first time in a long time that i've gotten that right i have called him elisha and elijah like at least 12 times you can ask my sister every time i talk to her God brings up Ezekiel, and I say Elijah. <laughs> and I just said Elijah again because I think it's so funny. God is bringing the dead things back to life. Ezekiel was in a valley of bones. A valley of bones. There were so many bones. An incredible amount of bones in the valley. I feel, I don't know, I'm just getting this, this feeling from the Holy Spirit that it was, it was like ankle deep, ankle deep of bones, just death, death, decay. And it looked completely hopeless I mean I don't know you just see a pile of bones and you're like yeah that's that's dead pretty much 
Yeah, that, that probably is not gonna get up and walk around anytime soon. And God asked Ezekiel, can these bones live? Can these bones live? And what does Ezekiel say? Lord, only you know. And then the Lord says, prophesy to these bones. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. I feel like we have so much more so much more of a part to play in what God wants to do in our lives than we realize. The things that the enemy came in and stole from you, you and Jesus are gonna get back together. You and Jesus are gonna go over the territory line of the enemy of the land that he has stolen from you and you are going to get it back. You are gonna get it back. And I think that there's something it's not it's not like you're stealing it back because it belongs to you when you get it back he is never going to be able to take it from you again he is never going to be able to take it from you again you okay here's the next one you and Jesus are going to rebuild and restore what was destroyed together. You and Jesus are going to build together, restore, completely restore and make new the things that the enemy has destroyed in your life. You and Jesus are going to do that together. And lastly, in the 37th chapter of Ezekiel, when God said, Son of man, prophesy, prophesy to these bones that they may live. God did not, so after God, he asked Ezekiel, Ezekiel, can these bones live? Not that God didn't know. God knew. And he's waiting for Ezekiel's response. And once Ezekiel responds and says, God, you know. You know what's going to happen here. You know. Now let me be a part of it. And God said, son of man, prophesy. And that's what he's going to do. 
The enemy has tried to kill things in your life. He he's he has killed things in your life. But the resurrection power is going to bring those things back to life. And you're not going to stand there. You have a part in this. You have a part to play in the resurrection power, resurrecting the things that are were killed by the enemy. You have a part to play. And we need to be waiting on the Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us, to reveal to us what our part is. Because with Jesus, it's like the baptism. It's like getting baptized. We go under into the grave with our Jesus and then we come forth with our Lord and Savior and we are resurrected with him and that resurrection power resides within us and you and Jesus are going to bring those dead things back to life back to life I don't know about you, but I am excited. Enemy has stolen way too many things. He has destroyed way too much. He has killed way too much. But you and Jesus are going to rectify the situation. Land will be taken back. Houses will be restored. And dead things are going to come to life in the name of Jesus. Because that's the God we serve. I hope that you are blessed beyond measure by but what the Lord is doing. God is on the move. He has not forgotten you. He has not abandoned you. He has not walked away from you. He has not looked at your circumstances and said, okay, well, that that's pretty much hopeless. No, he is still there. He is still working. All you have to do is ask him, Lord, where are are you and he's gonna reply I've been with you the whole time I have not walked away from you I have not stopped working here I pray that you're just so encouraged by today's episode I'm going to be leaving my email address, a link to my Facebook page for you to message me or email me, and my blog down below if you want to read that. And yeah, I'm just, I'm, 
I'm excited. I'm excited about what God is going to do because even if things look super hopeless, even if the battle looks impossible to win, I know that it is impossible for my God to lose. There's no way he can lose. If the greatest looking failure was the greatest victory of all time and saved the world, <laughs> my God can do anything. And if he's the God I believe in, then I can't stop hoping, I can't stop believing even for a second. Even when it looks like all the doors are closed, like nothing can possibly happen, my God is going to bring me victory. And he's going to bring you victory. And we're going to stand in it. And the enemy's going to be disappointed because he thought he was going to win. Our God is so much bigger than our enemies. So much bigger, so much greater. And he is so, so good. I just want to leave you with that. Our God is so good. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that you join me again next week for another episode. I hope you have a fantastic week.